Let's be in a spirit of prayer together. Let us pray. O God of stories, of the greatest story ever told, enter into our stories as we speak them out loud, as we hold them in our hearts, as we share them with each other, as we have the courage and the strength and the humility to let our story become a part of your story. Help us to listen this day for the story. Amen. From that text, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, emptied himself, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, He humbled himself, and from the memory of light. In this scene, Vicky, our young protagonist, who struggles with depression, has just finished her first group therapy session at the hospital with three new friends who also have mental illness. E.M., who struggles with violent outbursts, Mona, a drug addict, and Gabriel, who hears a voice talking to him. Vicky decides to spend at least two more weeks in the hospital, but she worries what her father will think. Quote, These are definitely not the kind of people he would like me to associate with. But they are more like me than anyone I know. In some ways, I can't put into words. There's something fragile about all of them, like they're holding on to what the world expects of them like some brittle branch that may break at any moment. And none of them seems to be concerned with hiding it, with pretending that there's something they're not. Friends, what does it mean to be human? To be fully human? Um, Actually, earlier this week, I was asked to officiate Friday morning at a graveside service in Cambridge. And so I had to leave the house that day extra early because I worried that traffic might make me late. And I just kind of barreled out the front door and apparently did not pay close enough attention to what I was wearing on my feet. So when I arrived at the cemetery, I looked down and I realized that I was wearing two completely different dress shoes. (laughs) Luckily, they were both black. (laughs) I've never done that before, ever. And the fact that they kind of looked similar didn't mitigate the truth that I felt so human, so human in that moment, human as in one who makes mistakes, large and small, dramatic and mundane, on a very regular basis. I'm only human. Maybe being human means we finally give up the myth, the fantasy, the worry, the fear that we need to be perfect in everything, all the time. But we can't. We are human, mortal, Subject to doing things like picking wrong shoes to put on our feet. Subject to limits, to letdowns. And that's okay. Right? To be human. 
To not be godlike, not even close. To not get into our first choice college, but to remember that this rejection does not mean we are somehow less than. To snap at our spouse because we forget to think before we speak, open mouth, insert foot. And then to say, I'm sorry, I just had a tough day. To struggle with how we look, when we fe- when, how we feel when we look in the mirror. Not perfect. Too fat, too thin, too gray, too short, too hairy, too old. And we don't look like either Tom or Giselle. <laughs> to imagine that the neighbors are always much more successful and happy than we are. They look so perfect. Not. Friends, we are all human after all, right? Can I get an amen? amen? Okay. But it's not always so easy to be thus, to be human, to accept our shortcomings, our proclivities and our quirks, our anxieties and our fallibility. It reminds me of a favorite AA prayer I've quoted quite often that brings me both down to earth and up to heaven towards God when I need that most. The prayer goes, Dear God, you're God, I'm not. Thank God. (laughs) Amen. Nope, not God, just human. And sometimes, like Vicky in the book, we are so, so human that we break. We break. We feel so fragile or so lost or on the edge mentally and spiritually, emotionally, in spite of how hard we work at this thing called human life. We might end up feeling like one of those dented cans in the leftover bin at the market basket grocery store. So less than perfect. Maybe even less than human. Human. And if we've never felt that way... At some point, I'll bet we can easily think of another person in our life who has felt that way or feels this way. An addict, a friend who wrestles with a bear of depression, a loved family member who's never quite found their place in the world. Friends, being human is hard. And sometimes it is so hard, we and those we love can get sick, become mentally ill. Our book's author, Francisco Stork, described mental illness as distorted thinking, seeing ourselves or daily life in such a warped way so as to make us suffer or feel pain or use substances to numb ourselves, want to separate from the world or relationships to the point of unhealthiness. That's the struggle. But this day, I'd like us to also begin to think about what recovery from mental illness looks like. Recovery. Not a miracle cure, and not always leaving it behind either. Mental illness is often chronic. It needs to be managed lifelong. Sober folks talk of being in recovery, not recovered. Do you hear that? And so, to try to get better, there's therapy, there's group work, as in a 12-step community, there's medication. But for me, at the core of accepting mental illness and loving the mentally ill is one bit of ancient wisdom that I believe must be embraced for both the sick 
and for those who love them, to find wholeness as humans for each and every one of us. It is this. We are all only human. We are all only human. Do you hear that? God creates us neither as supermen and superwomen, demigods, puffed-up masters of the universe. No. To imagine that this is who we are supposed to be, that is exhausting. Nor are we made by our loving creator as less than human, broken beyond repair, so low that we can't find the way up. Instead, we are all in this thing called being human together, equal. Even Jesus, who, as we heard from the scripture, who, though of God, chose to take on humanity, to take on humanity, to become human. Jesus, like you and me, imagine that. And as I've come to better understand the reality of mental illness and its connection to faith and mental health, I am convinced that a big part of health, body, mind, spirit, hinges upon each of us fully accepting our own humanity and fully accepting the humanity of others. Do you hear that? Take Vicki and her response after that first group therapy session. She found shared humanity and a connection with others, shared brokenness, shared fragility. And this recognition eventually allows her to be more loving and more accepting of who she is as a human being and a child of God. Not perfect, human. Dancing with the demons of depression, yes. Feeling guilty and ashamed because of her suicide attempt, yes. And yet she begins to heal through the relationships in her life when she is finally able to forgive herself, literally, for her own humanity. For her own humanity. And there's a lesson in there for all of us, every last one of us. Friends, we don't practice faith to just be built up, to be bucked up, to be super empowered. We also practice faith to be made more human, to be made more human. The cross, while ultimately a symbol of power, is also a symbol of humanity. Humanity, broken and in need of healing. God's healing and holy healing like a community like ours and healing within one soul. That's the spiritual journey Vicki undertakes. And friends, that's the epic journey I believe that we are called to take every single day with this same God who once shared our common lot and became human in Jesus Christ to just be human, to accept our inherent, beautiful, and broken condition, warts and all. And when we get to that place in how we see ourselves, we'll see and treat with compassion and mercy and kindness other humans too. Because after all, they are only human as well. As the philosopher Plato once said, be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. 
At the end of The Memory of Light, there is a poignant scene between Vicky and Gabriel, her dear friend. He may have schizophrenia. He needs finally to decide for himself to take the steps towards wellness. Vicky says to him, you're going to have to settle for being Gabriel. That's all you need to be, just plain, regular, special, but not better Gabriel. Can you do that? Are you brave enough to be ordinary? Friends, God asks each of us, are you, am I, brave enough to be ordinary, brave enough to be human, to just be human? That is the question. Let all God's humans say, Amen.